So, um, so you know, in those, in, I came out of that and I was like, it was funny because I was like mass exodus of family and friends to Uruguay. That's the first thing I said when I, Uruguay, uh, Uruguay. My, my oh, stepmom's okay. family is from, from Uruguay. Oh, wow. And so like at that point in time, I'm like researching like after these experiences and I was like, uh, Uruguay is the first place to legalize cannabis for all citizens. It's like super right. liberal laws, all this kind it of seems stuff. Like it sounds really cool. Yeah, I got a job offer down there, but wow. then um, there's just like travel restrictions and things like that because of the new government. So yeah, um, uh, but so anyways, that was like I was like that's where we need. Like I was like, oh, we got to take our family down there. Like I was like, yo, I can't give my kid a social security number. We got to like get out of here. We got to go now. Like I was like, there's about to be like a pandemic. There's about to be like I was telling my fa- my yeah. family. Everybody thought I was crazy. I was like. I was like, there's, like, the money's not about to be stable. There's going to be too many. There's going to be apartment buildings popping up everywhere. There's going to be traffic everywhere. There's not going to be enough jobs. Like, people are not going to be. Like, I was, like, saying would, all this crazy. Like, I've shit, that's crazy. Stuff <clears throat> over the last few years of the <clears throat> last guy's presidency. Mm-hmm. I've seen the same thing. And I, I'm like, oh, you know, these motherfuckers are just going to. This is, like, 2011, though, that, I'm, that I had this experience. Word. Yeah. Word right now. So I'm, like, I'm telling everybody all this stuff, and they're just like, yo, you're crazy. Like, and it's I'm just not, like, though, it's just, it's really easy to take the logical next steps with yep. what's going on on the planet, what mm-hmm. we've been doing, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I lost all my friends at this point. Yeah. Like I'm literally like becoming like the dude with the sign on the side <laughs> of the street. Yeah. Cause like besides this, like I'm like, you're, you're not legit. finding a peer group or confirmation. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, and like I, I, I could care less. Like I had, didn't have friends growing up. I was moving all around. I could care less. Like I knew what my truth was. I knew what I've seen in the world. Yeah. I went to the top of the pyramid of the sun and the moon when I was 13 years old. I felt my kundalini activate on the top of the fucking pyramid of the sun and the moon when I was 13 years old. Yeah. And I didn't have nobody to tell me what the hell was going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just like, all right, vibes. Word. So like yeah. we're here. Like yeah. nobody, like nobody yeah, can yeah. T- tell me that I was, that I didn't experience that. Totally. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to go talk to some therapist, tell me I'm on some crazy shit. No, you know what totally. I mean? I know what's my truth. Yes. So like, I'm going to rock with it. Right. So like, I'm, I'm in those experiences. I'm like literally talking about aliens. I'm like, like I'm, I'm communicating with Orionis. I'm communicating with the Syrian star system. Orionis is the seed of consciousness into this universe. Like I'm like, yo, this is like direct yeah. communication. Yeah. Like so the stars, the stars is light traveling through the neuronic pathways of the universe. Exactly. Like it's the neurological path. Like exactly. I'm like literally yeah. like, I'm like star, like, li- like I like you, once you can, the ego is a, is a critical part of it. We can't destroy it. It has to be entertained in order for you to be able to do this link. You have to have a kind of a working relationship with. You it. have to be have it. You have to. It's you like have to get it lost in the novelty. Yeah, it, for me, it's a constant jujitsu match. A lot of people, I find the jujitsu. A lot of men, I've been finding the jujitsu has been very effective for it. For me, it's like um, being able to get lost in the novelty of of myself. And like, it, like it can sound egoic or whatever it is, but like that's what I did for my ego to be able to function as a human and be able to do the things that I'm doing. I tend to have to <clears throat> hourly focus with some exertion, otherwise my brain is is constantly showing me a lot of the worst outcomes. <laughs> but I think it has to do with the fact, like I like to play chess. I've always played a lot of games, and I mm-hmm. just have a problem solving game type of mentality. And it's like if I'm not actively giving my brain something to chew on then it just wants to help me by showing me all the worst things that happen so that I can prepare uh, for yeah. him. And I'm just like, come on, right? Like, I don't need to see this. Like, That's unfortunate. So, yeah, uh, it, yeah it's something well, that maybe, I've been, I mean, maybe it's I've been navigating yeah. through it. It's yeah. maybe not the easiest thing, but then also the thing I notice is like, I spend a lot of active time like, I said that uh, like from my, from no, thinking I, about no, it from totally. myself. Like, no, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, and in a way, like I do spend a lot of time uh, confronted with like my own death and with, with, with worse outcomes. But I think it really allows, it, it really pushes me more to not be complacent mm-hmm. and to 
like activate more of my life and take more joy out of my life. Yeah. But I wish it was different. No, I mean, like, like, it's always been. I just, I guess, I've kind of had a high level of anxiety my whole life, right? Like, mm-hmm. with other people, are just like smoking weed and hanging out. Like, I smoked weed like the first ten minutes is like, like the other last night when I got here, mm-hmm. so happy. These are my friends who are like my family. I fucking love them. I mm-hmm. love their kid. We're like best bros. And right when I get here, I was like, oh, this is a nice drink, and like I get to go try and dab. And somebody said something about Vladimir Putin, and it was like, two minutes from World War Three was China and Russia, and like we were all gonna die. And I'm like here without my family, and I had to go sit down and be like, none of that's actually like, hold on, like, yeah, no, no, that's not yeah, happening right yeah. now. Okay, okay, calm down. Yeah, cannabis is one of the most like, powerful, potent psychedelics. Um, it just confronts me with stuff that maybe I did, wouldn't want to process. A lot of people so don't to. like to. Um, a lot of people don't like to deal with the worst scenario thoughts. Yeah. So they just really, really tuck that mechanism away. Yeah. Um, when I was really little, my parents sent me to travel by myself. Like they, like they would send oh, yeah. me between each other by them, by myself. Okay. And in those international even. Um, I flew. I think the, I think I flew to I think I flew to London once by myself. I think I flew to Mexico once by myself, wow. and I did fly back from Taiwan once by, by myself. Wow. Yeah, so I did international That's when cool. I was growing up. But the first time I flew by myself, I was like between the ages of five and seven, and what? I remember it was a domestic flight. Yeah. Wow. And I remember it. I remember the whole Crazy. thing. Crazy. Yeah, and um, I flew to New York to Albany, New York, and uh, wow. um, and in that travel in those traveling experiences especially when i was really young like that and before that i traveled on a train by myself from my grandma put me on it to take to go to one of my parents i can't remember which who picked me up on the other end um in those in those moments uh i had to confront worse scenarios as a child like like in like i remember flying overseas and like sitting next to strange people sometimes and like seeing people in the airplanes and like hearing the things on the news that i heard like the little bit of limited reality right. perception that i had yeah you know and yeah. like really thinking about stuff like right. and like looking out the window like like I could die. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Wrong, like, yeah. like I do. And like I'm like I'm like a little kid. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like somebody could take me. Like I remember like thinking oh, like I'm like, like I remember like traveling internationally like or like traveling right, across in right. a plane and be like, oh. yo, somebody could take me. Like this is like you know what I mean? This is yeah, really like, real. Up. Like yeah. like you have like a stewardess and you have like tags and all this okay. kind of stuff, but it just like it just like you're thinking about this, like I mean, I, I don't like some uh, some people wouldn't have their. I don't even know if they would even think about that, but I thought about that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. So like, growing up like that and like, just confronting all sorts of crazy shit. Like, by when I was in Taiwan, I would like, I had this moped and I would just launch myself sometimes at night, like 16 years old, like not just like really fast, but like I would just go as far out as I could possibly get into the night, like out of Taiwan, <laughs> like. No um, more, bar- right. like there was barely any English feel, signs in Taiwan. Free, feel in control. But not, I wanted to get lost. I, I get wanted it. to get so lost, right. and like I would get so lost and like not understand any signs. Nobody could talk to me. Nobody knew oh, anything. Like whoa. no, like nothing. I did. I barely spoke I didn't Mandarin. Think about that part, right? Yeah, because you're like boom, and then it's all yeah. Big, I would uh, take the subways. I would yeah. go and like there and like oh. in Taiwan proper, in, sure. or it's in Taipei. In Taipei, there would be like some english stuff but as soon as you get out like and i had the moped i could get out i could get on the trains and get out like there's nothing you have to know mandarin i, I only knew enough mandarin to get in a taxi if i really need to and say and that would take me to where my apartment was that's the only <laughs> thing i knew and oh, like it's kind of cool you have like an emergency like parachute yeah, lever but i wouldn't i never did it like oh. and i would just get so lost and i'm just like yo like all right let's run it up like you know what i mean like wow. what is this like you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like like the worst thing that could happen is like you can die, but like I've like 
been at like exposed to like who knows what could happen i've been in like the ghetto places in the united states yeah i've been in yeah. places in mexico i've seen yeah. human trafficking i've seen animal cruelty i've seen yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff yeah. in my life and i'm just like you know what like and i'm like i've done that like you know what i mean like i'm like i keep I feel like it's like I overdo that. Like every like every single time I get on a plane, I'm just like, well, you might die and never see your family again and I all this kind of stuff. Every time. Every single every time. time. And then I do it. And then tomorrow when I leave. Yep. And I'm just like, okay. No matter how much it resolve, it's not. I'm yeah. like, well, that was your life. Yeah. And yep. then like now I've got three hours of being possibly dead. Yeah. And then the thing lands and I'm like, alive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm alive. Yeah. I'm alive, you guys. Dude, I say, dude, I'm so like I'm so grateful to be alive every single day. Yeah. I am so amused with my phone. I'm so amused that I have I can I have a tool that I can convey in ideas. Yeah. I'm so amused that there is multinationality around me. I'm so amused by my body. Like, whoa, dude, like I am the product of war slave colonization. Yeah. Like like I am like West African mixed with like higher Antilles, like mixed with like a tiny percent of like english and like and it's just like the only way that even happened is because you know what i mean they just started a whole world trade system and well, used these people move these people around like it was, it was abrahamic colonization it was primarily oh man little, white nationalist christian, christian colonization but it was also minorly mm-hmm. arabic muslim colonization as well yeah it was like a, tr- a twin slave yeah trade. people forget that the the, the islam and, and catholicism are all both the Abrahamic religion. It's the Abrahamic religion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the major, one of the things we were talking about, or I was just blabbing the fuck at your face about where we were getting our credentials is that, because that's really just been a major impetus in my entire life. Because so what happened to me was when I was 18, I had a Christ consciousness experience where I came out of my body and I was like, God was like giving me the Jesus message. But I also was like a skeptic and I grew up, we're, we're still recording here. So like, back that. Yeah. Um, so, I grew up irreligious, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I'm, ha- I'm coming out of my body and I'm talking to God and I'm like, I'm having a psychotic break for sure. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm talking to my friends while I'm zooming back in my body. I'm like, you gotta call 911, dude. Like, I'm having a psychotic break and like, I don't want to do anything to you guys. Like, yeah. Because I'm thinking that means I'm dangerous or something, right? Yeah. And so uh, it gets to the point where I'm able to call my friend's mom and she's like a shamaness and she's done a lot of uh, psychedelics and like she's cool. And so I just kind of wake her up and I'm kind of like, breaking it down and like this is what's happening for me this is what I'm experiencing like mm-hmm. totally get the Jesus message but I also know I'm not Jesus and I'm not Dupin Germain yeah. so that means I'm insane I need to call the cops right and yeah. she's like no 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 and like <laughs> this, everything's happening to you is real I'll, yeah. I'll kind of explain it to you but like it's not like that and then I was like can I call anybody and like you guys should just stay out here yeah. like because we live near the American River it's all wilderness mm-hmm. and so we're like alright cool so I call my friend I run out to the river and then she explained to me for the first person about Christ consciousness being like a TV signal right or like a radio station mm-hmm. like emanation of consciousness from somewhere from galactic center etc mm-hmm. and and a little bit of what had happened to me not kind of put me on this on this um, journey that like helped this happen and it was the whole Jesus international thing and like <laughs> forgot what we were saying oh uh, the Abrahamic <coughs> religions right so like yeah. so anyway this put me on this big still up to this point in my life search and only recently has so much like the experience I talked to Matt Carlson and um, the work of like a group of people Bill Mike Mike and all these different folks and then uh, the immortality key by that gentleman about the rituals in, in Greece uh, the Kaiki and all that mm-hmm. put this together the, the, the Catholic Church um, and, and what they did in the con-
to indigenize Europe, right? To control it. Mm-hmm. It's just like a little minor piece of it, but like that, like I said, the Swedish slave slave trade and colonization for over 500 years, they indigenized the Celts and the Franks and all the oh tribes yeah. of Europe mm-hmm. and turned them into willing soldiers that brainwashed them about race and lies and mm-hmm. they took away their tattoo and their drum and their hair and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, like every capitalist organization, the moment they thought they had it perfected, they began to scale it out worldwide. Mm-hmm. And and I think the good news is that through psychedelics and the internet and personal evolution and, and with the uh, escape from the information, I think we've reached the high watermark, or at least I'm hopeful that we've reached the high watermark to make it up, and that the psychedelics are going to be making our way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's the it's the return to the archaic. It's the return to nature. You know, increased nature relatedness. Yeah. You know, um, it's the stepping out of time. You know, and becoming timeless again. And I think there's a way. I think an important thing is a way to define image of members of one family mm-hmm. so that, that includes their family reparations along every step of the chain of reindigenization and land theft because mm-hmm. there's this point where it's like dude like if you see like the queen's jewels you know what i mean like if you can see how much it created where they're from and they're not getting their yeah <laughs> like shouldn't they give them back <coughs> and so i think there's a valid i think there's a valid there's some sort of valid discussion that needs to take place there but i think at the at the root of it what i'm looking for also when i'm talking to people or trying to understand right is other people's perspectives on how do we make it back to a unified family ethos and a more human-based earth tribe that wants to live together and, and acknowledge our relatedness. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I'm witnessing it happening all around the world. It's just like uh, I've been referring to it, and I, I, I'm sure other authors have referred to it as this because I'm sure, I think I read it somewhere, but as the quickening. Right. Because it's the quickening of information the m- and the more that information is liberated, the more people have access to it, and the more people can experiment with it, the more reality will be exposed for the consciousness. Yeah. You know, so it's like um, that's why I've been geeking about all the censorship and everything like that. Right, me too. Because it's like we are at this point of like hyper complexity. Information is accelerating faster than it ever has. Every single day, more and more complex things are happening faster, yeah. faster, and you know, there's the the only way that humans will be able to deal with this is by letting go of everything. Straight up. Yeah, because yeah. it's there's so you there you will be bombarded and overwhelmed and like you will have to just isolate yourself to a little nook of of understanding and it's usually like delivered to you by a media conglomerate that censors out everything else besides what they want you to see i feel that and i also feel that what i've recently found about a lot of that is i i so i get what you're saying because i've been looking more and more to myself and you playing music hanging out one-on-one with family members and and, and family friends friends Mm -hmm. and that same thing because i even found myself caught up on social media not instagram instagram i really have programmed i've just been very conscious about how to program it and and i'm being really quiet in the face of it but facebook (coughs) i start out with here is a sincere and i think logical and well-tested thought about something that's happening currently in order to inspire dialogue right and Mm -hmm. and 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 to and to inspire learning or even to stand for principles right to like expose principles and discuss principles and Mm -hmm. 
but it always turns into like somebody's like making a straw man argument of what I'm saying based on a word or two, mm-hmm. and then giving me several paragraphs of what a what what a you know what a, a nincompoop I am or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and so even with that, I've decided to just like chill on that shit. And for Instagram, it's good because I've really got to program positively and like not my image based for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's easier to project that onto things. And I'm just focusing on music.
fuck it and go after it full force and like who cares yeah. you know and it's like well there's a lot of really amazing things to experience right now this is an amazing moment there's a lot of complexity there's a lot to explore uh, my grandma told me whenever i was younger she was like there's so much in this world you can never be bored i don't ever want you to say you're right. bored yeah right. so i'm just Agreed. like to I see people to well. pick up their phones boredom and just actually, keep boredom is the starting point of creativity is what mm-hmm. i'm trying to say yeah, start I mean, with like, bored and yeah. you'll get creative. Oh yeah, like it's like, it, and it goes back to that amusement thing because like I see people, so many people, walking through the most complex, amazing reality that could have ever been like. Amused. Back to two D. And they're just <laughs> like, and they're just like not even amused. You know what I mean? They're just I like do. scrolling on their phones. They're just like, this isn't even good enough. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, like I feel the same way. I'm pretty much in wonder. That's one thing that like, psychedelics really helped me with. Mm-hmm. Was reconnecting me to the So you can just go sit in the grass and be like, wow, this is a cr- incredible. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Like, and then the tree like, is just like, ah. Yeah, and also like, the bark of the tree is like, what, dude? Yeah. I can build a little lean-to on the side of the tree and take some moss from the tree. And put like, it on did top you? And it took billions of years yeah. of viruses and fucking microorganisms right. and all. Like, just what? And you're just like walking by it. And I'm just like. Can you even Whoa. understand, right? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just I like, do. oh my God. So people, <laughs> I believe definitely a lot of mystic stuff, but a lot of times when people try to go real, like, out there with me and, and that kind of stuff, I'm always, it's the same thing. It's like a tree. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just check the sun came up again mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, we woke up and, like, it's working. Like, we're not freezing to death or being incinerated. Yeah. Like, it's the fucking miracle. Yeah. Like, how did I wake up? Like, I know there's wow. a story, there's even a scientific story about how I woke up, but at the same time, like, it just all worked again. It just yo, all worked again. Yo, boy. Like that's how I start every day. I'm just, every day is like, being like, what? Sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Yes. Probably one more. Like, at least part of one more. At least part of one more. Okay. I'm going to go get this motherfucker. Yes, yeah. and, and they gave that to me. And it's funny. I'm actually thinking uh, very soon uh, with my son, um, I wanted to wait until he was really well formed. His developer was well formed. I feel like he's really well formed. <coughs> way to be himself. And, mm-hmm. and I think I'm probably going to pace him to do uh, some sort of small mushroom ceremony kind of camp with him with fireworks and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, what's the thing we were just talking about? I lost my train of thought. Well, you know, rites of passage. You know. Yeah, a rite of passage to explain uh, that mm-hmm. and to really re-inspire because what I see is a lot of kids because of this and mm-hmm. the thing and, and even he does too. The thing is he gets a really richness out of a lot of this computer stuff where he does communication with his friends mm-hmm. while playing D&D and exercising his mind. Yeah. And his intellect, but still at the same point, like, I just want to re-inspire and re-spark in them and, and, and anybody I have a chance to that wonder and beauty of a tree or the grass and the night sky and how lucky we are and how one never needs boredom because we're surrounded by a world full of incredible wonder. Mm-hmm. And if you just slow down and just breathe into it, it's really cathartic and cathartic. Yeah. Yeah, but I was just like, ah. I think I think that's really important to um, it reintroduce rites of passage into the family. Um, I know. I mean, I've been hearing a lot more. You know, I mean, I'm growing up and I have a kid, so I'm in those conversations. But there's like a lot more family use being discussed, yeah. um, and I think that's important because a lot of indigenous cultures of use there was no restrictions of anything no no yeah. sir 
campus. Yeah. My concern has just been interfacing with regular reality. Their school dynamic and peer pressure. Oh no, we're in a whole different animal. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want to accidentally provide them a window mm-hmm. into a bad decision. Yeah, I'm not saying like yeah. even for my own family, like I'm not like you know n- no by no yeah. means like you know. I'm I see saying, it, like, like with the, the the regional specialists, the regional the mm-hmm. regional they they yeah. they kind of come together with their children like yeah. yeah. It's it's and it's really interesting because that's a whole different social dynamic. These people aren't in the like you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> it's just really interesting to see the potentials of humanity and like and 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 to 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 go back into our the historical documentation of Western interactions with some of these indigenous cultures that said that they asked, "How did you discover the pharmacology of this?" very complex brew that you make the plants told us oh you're crazy oh you're primitive you take those plants and if you if you're part of a culture that that's you know just part of life yeah i mean it's just it it, but but like to think about a culture that's like that's consuming something like ayahuasca with the entire family from the time of birth in through life which there are cultures in the in the amazon in brazil that the moment the child is born, while the mother is in, in gestation, in the moment the child is born, the whole way through. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've even encountered midwives that, that perform uh, ayahuasca midwifery. Wow. Yeah, like births yeah. while the mother is on on ayahuasca. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and people, s- and, and you say, whoa, like, cause, yeah. because our perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. Because, and, and a lot of people say, whoa, and freak out because our perspective around these substances is based off of us interacting with them in, in a Western culture. Through, like, the paranoia and the fear of the disinformation. Through growing up in a Western yeah. culture, through going yeah. through knowing that which the, you just did was illegal. You yeah. talk about set and setting, your house might have crystals and stuff, but it's still illegal <laughs> in the state that you're in. Oh, it's a, so, yeah, it's yeah. to tell paranoia. So True. there's, like, layers and layers to us in our interactions with these substances that yeah. people that are just in the jungle with no attachments to anything else, have nothing to do with any of those fears or attachments or whatever, you know? So it's a whole different experience that I, I, I'm still trying to relate to. So like, I respect it for what it is. Yeah. And, and, and to understand that and to understand like, in my, in my Western consumption of these substances and in my interaction with nature, I could only imagine being born into a culture sure. that that was just like coffee was the thing like you know that yeah, everybody was around with psychedelic medicine you, still but like with you know you the, in the united states like coffee and nicotine are in in like sugar sugar is the substance that that babies to yeah. baby to adult is is everybody's consciousness is is modified by everybody's correct. consciousness is altered by sugar in the u.s correct yeah and so like in those cultures, everybody's consciousness is modified by this substance that has no LD, like the no, no, there's no lethal dosage, it's right. safe. So like their whole structure of society, the whole way that their consciousness is interacting with the nature, like is all influenced by this. And we know when we take it, that nature becomes more alive. So imagine your whole life living be with nature being alive and everything like that. That's just your common perception that plants are talking to you yeah. and things like that. That's just normal. Yeah. But like the Western mind is like primitive. <clears throat> in the journey of being cut off from plant medicine and midwifery healing mm-hmm. and then joined by the journey of really like the medicine and people who are into science who divorce humanity or western humanity from from religion right and take the, the uh, rationale out of it 
basically in the, in the search for away from the church and into science, mm-hmm. there's a universal view of God. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're still dealing with that stigma of creation because mm-hmm. we think of the universe only life is that we give credence to, to the birth, burial, and sin. And, you know, you can't touch yourself and you can't get married and, and people can't do this. Everything's going to hell, et cetera, et cetera. And we're kind of in that schism. A lot of things happen separately in some of the sciences that are more um, perceptual based hardcore racist ideas were, were inserted and actually changed people's timeline and actuality etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. oh yeah oh yeah but, but that being said like that I totally acknowledge also we made the universe dead because we had to we had to stop doing things like the church right mm-hmm. people had to be able to say that the earth and the sun don't really exist but also that the heart is still in the lung yeah and so in that pendulum swing I think where yes we really recover but maybe we're on the verge of still recovering to realize that everything is alive and energy mm-hmm yeah, and I, I, I really I love quoting the Dalai Lama uh, when when he said, if science proves anything and Buddhism is wrong, then Buddhism has to change. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And nice. it hasn't changed. Yeah. No, no, you it's, know? it's pretty much right on. Yeah, it's because it's because it in the way that Western cultures like regardless if the politicians or the scientists who are Catholic or have any influence by the Catholic Church, the entire lay of the land is influenced by the Catholic Church. Indeed. Whereas in Asia, whether or not the politicians or the whoever has anything to do with Buddhism, that was the lay of the land, and and they believe that nature is alive. And that's why there's more Chinese medicine, yoga, Ayurveda coming from these cultures because the underlying story is that nature's alive. Yeah. So um, it, it, it's definitely interesting um, to see where the mind goes. And also, like, we've reached, like, like cr- I mean, I can't say critical because, I mean, people are talking about, like, Dyson spheres and things like that. I mean, have you heard of the yeah, Dyson, yeah, Dyson spheres? Yeah, I've yeah, I mean, read like, about it reading, reading Ringworld. Yeah, so like people like, because I'm like the Western March has been like, hotter, burn it hotter, faster. Like, how can we burn it hotter and faster? Burn it hotter and faster with more energy. Like to nuclear fusion, nuclear fission. To like, now people are trying to like contain suns inside inside of reactors on the planet. Right. You know what I mean? I do. Like, it's crazy. yeah, and like so, um, and like I feel like the the other end of that is just like a more humanitarian science, a more practical application of science, and like. Forward looking science, not just in, in innovation, but in respect for generations yet to come. Mm-hmm. Right? It's one of the things we're doing as we're looking for long into the now. Yeah. I mean, we have the, we're, in a, we're, we're in a very, very unique point in time where we have direct understanding of all of these ancient technologies and ancient understandings, and we have modern technology, and we have this fusion point. On planet Earth, you know, I, I have evi- I've seen evidence of all sorts of cool technology that have existed through ancient c- civilizations that shown me that humans have been advanced multiple times before. Totally. I haven't seen much evidence that humans have been advanced with technology the way that we are right now, and I think but we have demonstrations of crazy levels of technology that we still can't pull off. Oh yeah, even negative. Oh yeah, like like the like Although, the pyramids and things like that. There's have you seen me using a Fresno lens to carve stone? No. Um, you know what that is, right? I don't know what that is. It's a Fresno lens. I think that's how you say it. It's like a, it's 
those flat lenses you see where they're like zoom, zoom, zoom. So it's a way to get a really big convex magnet into a fairly uh, compact space. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they use it for lighthouse glass, right? Mm-hmm. Where they have like the concentric circles on a flatter plane. And so anyway, they had these, they had one mounted and they were focusing the sun through and they cut a granite block and they also drilled, you know how they're always wondering how they drilled the circular holes in the stone? Yeah. They drilled a circular <coughs> cylindrical hole in the stone. Yeah using just the sun and magnification. There's this amazing book called Giza Industrial Complex that talks about, it goes over the research of these scientists that had access to these underground um, underground rooms under the pyramid that connected with the river water of the Nile that has hydroelectrical functions and lights and things like that that are still operating in there supposedly since they were built when the pyramids were were built um and and so like there's like all of this like like i i mean i I, i'm i have a very very deep interest in deep time like i love deep time and deep time technology um and like that's um, I believe that the pyramids are deep time technology in the sense that if you are a human being that believes that you will die in 80 years and that you are fr- trapped to being part of the li- being part of the times and living in the times that you will not be able to see some of the large functions of procession of processions of time that are greater than us like things that take thousands of years to happen things that take procession of yeah, it's hard to see that kind of stuff when you're locked into just thinking that you're going to live and die in 80 years and that's all that it, that, that is right. for you. Right. And so, like, when we look at things like the pyramid, like, this is something that even, like, conceptually, depending on how you believe it was put together, possibly took generations to create. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's something that's already, like, a lot of time. But I believe that these, I mean, for me, like, even the fact that, like, most pyramids are are geometric, ge- uh, are mathematically aligned with each other all around the world, yeah. even the ones built yeah. in different countries yeah. and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Um, I believe that these are machines that are operating at, you know, in, in s- such long stretches of time that we can't really see, like a tree. Gotcha. Like, trees are moving, but you can't see it unless you look at a time lapse. Right. I feel like... The pyramids are deep time technologies that are operating in a very, very large time scales, and but also have intricate fractals that go down to the yeah. moment. Yeah. And it's just like you know, I, I um I've been trying to to put myself in places where I can get a better understanding and see things like this because like I'm looking even at myself as like deep time technology. Like I'm looking at the way that that s- what space and time has done to this form, like. You know, I've, I'm a biologist. I'm looking at life. I'm looking. I'm studying DNA now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I'm like, okay, because if I was to see a human that was like, let's say, we took enough, like a a, a, a plasm of humans, a group of maybe a thousand humans, threw them on another planet that can maintain host biological life. That planet is way different, affected by different cosmic yeah. forces. Yeah. The, all different kinds of things. That's right. Million years later, bring those humans back to Earth, they will look like aliens. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. It happens to us even on Earth. Yeah, like everybody's humans have been evolving. That's why. That's why all of yeah. We all look all different. Majority of different ways. Some are some are Here. some are mutations from the environment, and then there's some are just like population mutation from from inbreeding and things like that. 
Mm-hmm. So all of that, like, yeah. what has what has it's gonna like, go in totally different, um, yeah, different levels of selection. Rupert Sheldrake totally. like talks about like morphogenic yeah. fields and things it, yeah, like that. So like it's like, what what has time to, like done to this? So like, you know what I mean? Like in like in like that's why I really like DNA because it's just like gives you a his like it's like it's a historical documentation. It's you get to the answer as well. Yeah, I mean it's the it's it's the it's the story that takes you back to the beginning of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah, and it connects everything, you yeah. know. That's yeah. why I mean, like, I like uh, I could be lost in there for who, like, you know, what I mean, like, I'm gonna be, a her- I'm, I'm gonna get real hermetic with the molecular biology because it's like, yeah. you know, there's so much. Is that what you're aiming towards doing more, more? Yeah, I mean, I've been consuming information my whole life. I'm very used to sitting in like YouTube or podcasts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm, I'm accustomed. It's just a different way, and I grew up with friends that could look at zero ones on computers and see things in it that I couldn't see. They could look at it and create things on the computer, programs and gotcha. things like this. Yeah. DNA is the same thing. Really? Yeah. And and I will get to a point and so will other people over the next couple generations that will be able to look at the ATCG, a set of ATCG mm-hmm. and say that would look like this in, in reality. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure there'll be AI modeling where you can literally like type mm-hmm. in the, the building blocks in whatever mm-hmm. direction you. Oh yeah, technology is getting to the point where it will be user friendly for whatever user. So like, I just gonna I'm gonna get to this point where so it's gonna be real hermetic and like do. yeah, and really like doing some real research gotcha. because there's a lot of people saying things. There's a lot of information right now, and like I'm not into censorship. I do not no, like the word misinformation. I don't really think. Like, I don't like that word. I think we should be intelligent yeah. enough to decide for ourselves, and I think that all sorts of inter- information should be offered, mm-hmm. because otherwise you're, you're just a covert channel for the main thing that you're going to challenge yeah. if you get, like, you know, any white supremacist and that kind of shit. Yeah, so, you know, there's, like, there's there's codes of life. Things yeah, like, yeah, uh... got mad at Joe Rogan, right, because he was having right-wing folks on for a minute? I don't but he was, it, he was in this, well, I'm, uh, everyone listening... A lot of people in my peer group. Are no, I know, I know how it goes. Yeah, but, but I would explain to them like he's not super into Milo Yiannopoulos. He's in the tradition of Leonard Bruce, and he really believes in free speech and an open, Same. open expression. 100%. And yeah. so, because Twitter is censoring this guy, Joe's having him on, and Joe like really went toe to toe with this dude. And wasn't his buddy, he yeah. wasn't even his fan, but he had him on to express himself as a as a stand of solidarity for actual free speech and actual. Free I love expression. it. I love it 100%. That's one of the things I really look up to him for doing. That's is being really brave American. enough to take that flack and talk shit to him and have these people on. Mm-hmm. And even like Joe Rogan has somebody on that I like. I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with everything his guests say. Mm-hmm. But for me, I would rather hear some things I resonate with and hear some things I'm challenged by and then be I inspired. Love it. I will be yeah. having a rebuttal the entire conversation as I'm, as, as I'm listening to it, as I'm working or doing whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I like to be challenged. I know I'm wrong. Spent my life amending my my perspective and my opinions based on arguments and evidence, and so I like to have one of my favorite things is have something I don't agree with, but that I resonate with, so that we can like go toe to toe. We can talk about it. We can chop it up, and I can learn something. And oh yeah, I can amend my perspective and just bring a greater awareness. One of yes, I love it. One of that's one of my biggest trips in life is just like really talking. Like I don't want to be in an echo chamber. Yeah. I really want to be pushed i really want and i because i want to know where you're coming from yeah like like 
I really, yeah. Like, I don't want any, I don't want rhetoric. I don't want a narrative. I want to know where you're coming from. Okay. You know what I mean? And, like, you can, like, because of how convoluted life is, how, because of how complex life is, I know that I might only get a narrative and from people. I might only get that. from. But, like, with certain, if you're good at puzzles, if you're good at riddles, with certain input and prompting, you can find people quickly you can figure out where they're coming from yeah you can figure out why they're choosing to be so passionate about something or standoffish about something or choose to believe the things that they like it's it it, it takes a level of openness like it takes a level of like being able to to like that's why i said when i said that's unfortunate and i said i was i was thinking about that for myself you have to really be able to when you're looking at something not look at it from the way that you are yeah yeah you have to really be able to see people from the way they are like because i live in pennsylvania it helps like it there's helps like exponentially with light yeah relating people to people even though mm-hmm. they're completely indifferent yeah I, like where i live in central pennsylvania i've been confronted with racism my entire yeah. time being there yeah. i've been confronted with people that see me and really want to talk about their political views because they see my hair and my skin and and they're like they think that i'm a liberal this that and they want to be saying like people want to say things around me so that i hear it in pennsylvania like get it you're just your beingness is challenging their reality mm -hmm. like me being like like in it when i was younger everybody used to ask what i was doing because i freed myself early and i wasn't in college i wasn't in a nine to five so i would be in the regular flow of regular business people at the farmer's market and hours where people should be doing like like so what are you doing and i'm just like i'm just alive right now you know what i mean like i'm just like you know what i mean i'm doing my thing and i was figuring it out like but it's always been like like what is like 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 and then i was at the farmer's markets that was when it got interesting. When I stood at the farmers markets the first time in Pennsylvania, people coming out the mountains, coming out the rural areas, and like the red hats on, and like right. all this kind of stuff, and like, I mean, a lot of times I'd be like, I hate mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. Or like, what do you got? Like, and like we'll get like some to get to this point. You're kind of starting like, hey, fuck you, prove me different. Yeah. You know, but I still want to talk yeah. to you. But then yeah. I'll get to this point where the, the good old boys would come down and they'd be like, oh, uh, you know, like my grandpappy used to tell me about morels, or like I've been, you know, nice. morel yeah. spot, da da da. And, like, then we would get to, like, a, a point of common interest. Yeah. And, like, I'm coming from this point where, like, not only am I trying to sell these people something at this point, but, like, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious, like, and I, like, uh, um, I, I sometimes think of life as, like, a mass multiplayer online RPG. Yeah. And, and I love doing the side missions and the side quests and talking to the non-player characters yes. and seeing what they have to say. Yes. Because it always helps you to do the bit main mission better and understand the reality better. Yes. So I'm like, and where you the fuller am story. I? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I where do. am I yeah. in life right now? Like, yeah. where are these people really thinking? And yeah. like, so like, almost like, like 10 times out of 10, I'm not even gonna say nine times out of 10, because I never had a bad interaction where somebody was like, yo, fuck you. Like I like not in the far like not yeah. like I've had people yeah. like like call me the n word all sorts of other stuff on other stuff that like was just wild yeah. but like from those interactions where I really engaged with people I never had an interaction where somebody like was just like I don't like you or like yeah. I don't agree like yeah like, we're you're, like you're, you're we're humans, humans. Yeah. yeah like you know what I mean and I it's do. like 
it would get to like I would like they would get it would get political almost every time because that's what people are obsessed like they go home and they literally I, the yeah, twenty four seven news radio where we're like let's be friends totally let's not talk about the thing yeah okay but you know Trump's an asshole right but it's like it's it it'll be like people that are really far on that end or people that are like yeah. like so here's God like you know what I mean like uh-huh. and like that it'll like that's what it usually will turn to like for people that aren't like a nerd about some passion that they have in following like. Like I'm, a, oh, I'm so into my music. Yeah. I'm so into my art, or whatever. Just have something to talk about like that. Yeah. It's like, yo, God, yo, politician, and it's like. So when we're having these conversations, and we're going to the the root of like why we're making these decisions, why we believe in these kinds of things, and it's like, you know, we want to have a good life. Like we want to be Everybody able wants to. Everybody the same thing at their core. Yeah. That's exactly what I focus on as well. And, and like the the the. The scarcity mindset, the, the things that cause suffering, the things, all of that, lack of information, lack of education. Because there, the most part. The, since the computer was invented, there has been classes of people that have been living in the future, while some people are st- not. Privileged. Yeah. And there is, that's not fair. That's not Agreed. fair. And, like, I, I love that people are making blockchain and giving people identities in Africa and places where they weren't able to have identities and giving people microcredit oh, really? and loans wow. in places where yeah. they weren't able to get this kind of things because it levels people the playing field. That, people are trying to say that, like, that was, like, Bill Gates being, like, evil. And, and whether he – I think he's got – there's a lot about him that I don't like. I mean, I, I didn't even hear about that from Bill Gates, but, like – Yeah, so he was trying to give people a digital identity in Africa and – I like the blockchain identity more than a fucking Microsoft does. I totally agree yeah. because it's it's publicly owned. Yeah. My other point was like he wasn't actually. I don't think he was trying to microchip everybody. Yeah. I think Bill Gates has done definitely some foul stuff, but at the same time, I've I've looked into it because a lot it's of people perspective. Because like, people are just in the U.S. You. They don't the know. Is, Bill Gates actually has provided clean water to hundreds of thousands yeah. of Africans. It's hard to say that because and, if people jump on your and back, when, like, Bill Gates wants to sterilize African women. It's like no, he actually doesn't. What he's doing is he's using uh, eyewear and clean water to educate African women on their own health and on birth control mm-hmm. and not to alter populations in a negative way, but to attempt to give women agency over their own body so that they can become educated. It's because just really education is the best way to to positively impact the birth rate. Yeah. And I've I'm, been studying this my this just because like I have friends who told me like that eugenicist Nazis because I thought that was a, an awesome plan because it's really a plan about educating African women and letting them make the decisions that it's 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 closed-minded lack of information because like i've been an international diplomat off and on since i was nine years old i've seen this kind of stuff i've been studying non-government organizations i've been studying the united nations since i was 17 years old because i knew what kind of man i wanted to be in this world and i needed to understand to be able to have the conversations that i was going to have in this world so it's like not not just that but like when you study these when, like in in Sweden, in Switzerland, Geneva, the level of progress of humanity is absurd. Yeah. It is absurd yeah. what those little kids are building 3D printers and all these kinds of things. Yeah. But like the humanitarian efforts, because they are so well taken care of, they're getting the they're getting the, all the renewable resources. They're getting all of the everything closed circuit, closed systems. They're stretching their they're arms getting out. Free they're getting free education. Yeah, they're stretching their arms out because they're right. they're so taken care of. Right. And in the research, like, and that's what I'm saying, like in the seven, in the sixties and seventies when the computers advanced, like the research in the level where some forward cultures of humanity are, is at, they have the data and statistics of what happens in hum in humanity. 
we have computers enough to tell us what humans will do. Right. We have computers enough to tell us systems. what happens. Yeah. We have enough data sets of like this is what happens when these laws are implemented. This is what happens when these laws are implemented. This is what happens when humans get this much of this kind of food into the into the city. Yeah. This is what, like what happens when the water is like this. All of that, yeah. and we have clear, concise through the United Nations, through non-government organizations and humanitarian efforts based out of Geneva. All of these amazing numbers, all of these amazing humanitarian tools, all of this, um, um, what is it called? Uh, uh, applied, all of these applied sciences, these practical sciences um, um, that are being distributed around the world in, in these countries to bring people up to speed and make it a fair yeah. game. Because wealth is evenly distributed. All wealth is based on the, on, on the ecology. And as people become able to manage their own wealth which is happening through blockchain and right. i'm so grateful for this yeah. people don't understand because people are playing it like gambling and like stocks there's right speculation, now but there's actually a lot more utility to it there's it? so much utility to so it we have to kind of burn through the waves of speculation and almost, it, it'll stabilize almost the dot-com bubble i'm yeah is what i'm trying to all of these kind all of these communities will stabilize they're not fiat it's not they're not going right. to keep printing there's they some can. of them that can but, but, but those I think will lose, like Shiba is one of yeah. them, and it's already lost a bunch. And I think I think the more, what I hear from people in the crypto is the first thing you do is they check out the community, the website. Yes. And they look for actual utility. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, they're looking for utility, they look for utility that resonates with their own perspective. Yes, because that's what you want to see in the world. And like, these communities are creating value enough within themselves yeah. to, to create those ideas in the world. I'm seeing kids that are younger than me that have value systems aligned with things that I believe in that have created millions in US dollars worth of wealth right. in their parents' basement buying land and implementing permaculture in the world. So it's just like really incredible to be a part of this right now where the playing field is being leveled, yeah. where it's not a bunch of global elitists that need a certain amount of humans to maintain Everyone has a, chance a at the thing. Moment. Everyone yeah. has a chance. It's really about believing in yourself and mm -hmm. what channel comes down to play. Yeah, everyone has that opportunity. Yeah. And network, and I like Paul Stamets uh, I'm a big fan of his as well. Mm -hmm. I always like the idea of uh, operators on the same. Yeah. And just organically connecting in every direction, anywhere that there's oh, yeah. there's where nutrients flowing, mm -hmm. that flow. Yep. I think we're all going to start to find our ecological function because all of us are unique individuals, and all of us do have an ecological function. As I study molecular biology, yeah. as I study DNA, yeah. I recognize that nature has been molding everything the whole time, yes. and that there's a purpose yeah. and and like you know that might be my philosophy and my belief system and you can take that as however you want it i believe that there is purpose the more i study dna the more i study science i believe that that there is purpose in consciousness in nature beyond the consciousness that we think consciousness is and because of that i look at every single person and i see divinity i look at every single person the way i look at every single mushroom and see how this mushroom is helping this tree get the nutrients and this animal is moving this through the environment. I see every single human in a multi-dimensional societal, socio-ecological system uh, having function. Yeah. And, and, and I love and, and, and every day am so enamored with the fact that people are waking up to their unique gifts and that I might be able to experience that. There's wow. so many humans here now, yes. and they all are different. Yes. They all see the world differently, yes. and they're all waking up to themselves. Yes. And we're gonna get to see this, Absolutely. and it amazes me every single day. Yeah. I just want to like, I, 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 I so much love 
being able to sit with people and have the time and space to be able to sit with people and really see them. Yeah. It's the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I think we chopped it up and I think I think that's it. Yes. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you very much. My pleasure. My really, pleasure. That was really honor. Woo! I really it's, it's nice to get to know you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah.